Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, June 17th. So here's what I want you to do. Today's scripture reading is found in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 21 from the Message Translation, which reads, So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. I'm speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me, and especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you. Living, then, as every one of you does in pure grace, it's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what He does for us not by what we are and what we do for Him. In this way, we're like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as part of His body. But as a chopped-off finger or cut-off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be, without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other, or trying to be something we aren't. If you preach, just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help. Don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, Be careful that you don't get bossy. If you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the Master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians. Be inventive in hospitality. Bless your enemies. No cursing under your breath. Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy. Share tears when they're down. Get along with each other. Don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies. Don't be the great somebody. And don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. 
I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. This is God's Word. Behold, a veritable smorgasbord of divine imperatives. This may perhaps seem overwhelming, and please don't treat this as a comprehensive to-do list today, for that would indeed be overwhelming. As you reflect on this pivot passage in Paul's letter to the Romans, I would encourage you to see it as more of a flow, a rhythm to which we are invited to move, one note in the melody leading to the next, and then the next, and then the next. Good symphonies don't leave us exhausted and overwhelmed. They leave us inspired and full. And so here, this is the divine symphony meant to be unleashed by 11 chapters of detailed theological exposition that left Paul in a puddle of worshipful wonder on the floor as Tertius desperately tried to keep up, making full use of any pause in the moment. And once Paul and we recover from that gobsmack state, then comes the divine impulse to get busy. So this is what I want you to do, God helping you. And now I leave it to you. Experience the smorgasbord. Feel the rush and rhythm of the Divine Symphony. Let yourself be caught up in it. And see which item, which note or notes, is your cue for this day, this moment. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, which of these many imperatives stand out to you as your marching orders for today? Do any lines pop out as potential anchoring words for you in this season? If so, which ones and why? Lord, speak to us through the pages of this ancient letter. Give me ears to hear and eyes to see. Draw me to the words you intend me to carry for the journey ahead. Centering truths, steadying realities, spiritual lifelines to help me root into you. As I enter into the divine symphony and chorus of how you would have me respond, or better, how you would respond in me to the wonders of your love on display in the presence and work of Jesus. Through your mercies.